Welcome to Between Our Thighs, a sex-positive website advocating for global sexual inclusivity. I'm your host, M, and I'll be taking you on a podcast journey that delves into the world of sex, dating, relationships, you name it, all in the hopes of creating a safe space for our listeners to gain information and answer their questions on a large number of topics. So without further ado, here is today's episode. Eating out, giving head, going down, muff diving, getting a blowy, whatever you call it, oral sex is fun and tons of people are into it. Since oral sex can boost your libido and improve your sex life, it makes sense that people want to master the art and explore it with others. That's why Stephen Quaterer invented Hetero, an app designed to empower consenting adults to connect and meet for exploration and pleasure. In fact, it was voted one of Men's Health's 15 best hookup apps. Today, we're chatting with Stephen to talk about oral, hookups, and everything in between. Hi, Stephen. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Did you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Stephen. Uh, my, my pronouns are he, him. I identify as gay and pansexual. I grew up on Long Island and live in New York City, where I've lived for 15 and a half years. It's a pretty long run in, in New York City. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge New York City you know, super fan. I'm the founder and CEO of Thought Experiment, where we make sex-positive, inclusive, uh, and joyful platforms for sexual exploration and experimentation. And Thought Experiment's first platform is Hetero, the first hookup app for people who love oral pleasure. Amazing. And where did you find yourself in the world of sexual pleasure? Yeah, I think I've been a fairly sexual person since adolescence, but I really began the sexual discovery process in earnest as a gay man in my 20s in New York City mm -hmm. after my first post-college relationship. I was newly out, newly single, and yeah, in my early 20s. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I was going on a lot of dates, meeting new friends, and, you know, I began to really kind of explore and understand gay culture, which up mm -hmm. to that point, I really, really didn't. And, you know, that started with really tentative steps. I remember being like really fearful going into my first gay bar. Um, it's therapy. It's no longer here, but it used to be a, a bar called Therapy here in New York City or of going to Fire Island. Like that was like this like forbidden space. But as I did those things and, I, and as I took those steps, I developed a group of friends and lovers who helped me, you know, among many other things, emerge from a worldview that frames sex as shameful to one that views sex as joyful. And, you know, with that support, I pretty quickly adopted a pretty unabashed perspective relating to sex. And with that, I was able to experiment and come to know what I liked, what I didn't, and how to connect with sexual partners accordingly. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Were there any particular experiences in your life that led you to create hetero? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I do think that the idea and design of hetero was really influenced by my sexual journey and my experience understanding my own sexuality. You know, like I mentioned earlier, I identify as gay and pansexual. Mm -hmm. And while I had a really liberating sexual journey, thanks to my friends and lovers in the gay community, 
I still felt confined by societal sexuality labels. You know, could I use a primarily straight dating site to meet up with a woman as someone who identified as gay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I actually tried that. And, and when I disclosed that I dated and had sex with men to someone that I had been chatting with, you know, she responded fairly negatively and it, it shut down the conversation. And th- that's certainly anyone's right. Like you, you can consent to connect with whoever you like. But for me, rightly or wrongly, it sort of just reinforced myself putting that aspect of my sexuality back in the closet. And I really yeah. did so for over 10 years. You know, it was a really a longstanding thing. So when I started to think about creating a sex positive platform, I was really focused on making a space for people of all gender identities and and all sexualities. And the concept to accomplish that was to create a space that was centered on desire rather than on identity. And and that led us to hetero, uh, you know, the hookup app for all people who love Mm -hmm. oral pleasure. (laughs) And centering on a specific desire, oral pleasure, you know, that's quite broadly appreciated, I think you could say. Mm -hmm. And I have to be honest, I really love giving oral pleasure to people of all sexualities and gender identities. Um, So that was also definitely a factor. Amazing. Looking to support a woman-owned, woman-operated company that launched during a time when women's pleasure wasn't centered in most adult product brands? It's time to check out Sport Sheets. Focusing on pleasure and BDSM, Sport Sheets products encourage sexual exploration for folks of all ages, shapes and sizes, sexual orientation, and backgrounds. In fact, the original sports sheet helped couples try safe bondage, and now their 350 plus products continue to focus on safe performance. Their positionary devices can help make sex accessible to everyone, making it a brand that we can truly get behind our listeners supporting. If you want to try their incredible products for yourself, you can save 20% off your order by using the code between our thighs at checkout on sportsheets.com. That's 20% off your entire order with the code between our thighs on S P O R T S H E E T S dot com. Did you actually now want to tell us a little bit about hetero in general? Yeah. So it's a hookup app that's really. Like I said, it's designed for people of all gender identities, all sexualities, and it is a sex forward space. So it's a hookup app. It's not necessarily a dating app. And so we don't have the swipe feature. So you can actually go on, go on the app and just sort of mm-hmm. connect with people who are who are nearby to you. And, you know, that's that's kind of similar to the way that hookup apps are designed in the gay world. But ours is a little bit different, right? Because one, we don't sort of self-identify as being for a certain subset of people with, with sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a feature that really, I think, distinguishes hetero from really any other dating or hookup app site out there. And that's our guideline rating feature. So our community guidelines are inclusivity, pleasure positivity, and enthusiastic consent. And so... You know, we think if you hold those three things true, then sex is nothing but positive. So if you interact with someone on the hetero platform, you can rate your experience with that person based on those three core guidelines, and that will be visible to everyone else, right? So we're trying to create a little bit of like trust and accountability Mm -hmm. in order to, to start to build a community. And then beyond that, it's definitely centered on oral pleasure. But of course, that's a facet of our sexual identities. So you can do a lot of other things. You know, you can you can look for, you know, a, a whole host of other fetishes or kinks that you might have, 
or relationship styles you may be looking for, whether that's monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, cuckolding, you know, you, you mm -hmm. name it, you can select a, you know, as you see fit and you can connect with other people who are really looking for the same thing. Love it. What are the benefits of oral pleasure? Yeah, um, it, it's probably pretty clear by now, but yeah. I'm a huge <laughs> proponent of oral pleasure. You know, it's it's just incredibly intimate. Um, it's erotic, vulnerable, and pleasurable all at the same time. And it also gives partners the flexibility to try on all sorts of sexual roles. You can introduce dominance and submission, whether that's face sitting or face fucking or any other number of ways that you can do that or introduce sensual elements, you know, a little mm -hmm. bit of mint or a little bit of ice or a hot breath in just the right place. You know, you can bring almost all facets of your sexual experience into your oral pleasure experience. And I think that that's pretty amazing. And then sort of beyond that, you know, physiologically, it's a connection of our most sensitive parts with our most articulate parts our genitals and our lips and tongue, right? That's a lot to work with. And it allows for partners to change styles and rhythms to bring each other to new heights of pleasure. And you can, you know, establish a connection and a feedback loop that with enough practice can lead to like a sort of orgasmic mind meld that's really pretty fantastic. Erogenous zone overload. <laughs> exactly. Um, and who who doesn't want that? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I love that. So... So before hetero or without hetero, what are the difficulties that folks may experience when trying to seek out oral pleasure and opportunities in general for just sexual exploration? Yeah, you know, I, I think that the biggest challenge is that, you know, for most absent sites, there isn't really a way to indicate a particular preference or uh, for or interest in oral pleasure or other forms of sexual pleasure. It's kind of just left by the wayside, right? And it's mm -hmm. left for you to have kind of one-to-one -one conversations which you know, is really unfortunate and can be really frustrating. And so with that, with those multiple one-to-one -one conversations, you know, some of these spaces aren't unfortunately super sex positive. And you know, the other party, you don't know if they've had education around these concepts. So it's time consuming, frustrating, and it can be really emotionally draining, right? If you're meeting someone who's kind of sex negative and you've shared something vulnerable about yourself, hey, I have this into this desire, and they respond in a negative way, that's emotionally challenging. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't need to be that way. You know, you can design a better solution for that, which I hope with hetero we've done. Yeah. And on that note, what made you go with an app over other potential options to fulfill this mission of yours? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think really I was focused on creating a dating or hookup platform because mm -hmm. I just saw so many shortcomings, you know, of the largest dating and hookup sites, you know, and we just talked about one of them and, you know, there, there are a lot more I'm more than happy to, to go on about. But in order to do that, in order to create something that is similar to that, but different, you need to have an app because there's, there's already an established sort of like trust that people have for apps. Um, and in part for good reason, because, you know, they're validated by the app store and you know that you're not going to have malicious code on your phone and, and things mm -hmm. like that. So we very consciously made the choice to go the direction of, of having an app, even though that meant we would have to work through the big tech gatekeepers. We felt having hetero in a space that people felt comfortable and, and trusted was really the most important thing and that we could work on the on the gatekeepers to get them to be a little bit more sex positive than they are, which is an uphill battle, but um, one that yeah. we, push, we push on every day. <laughs>
Do you dread painful penetration? Then Onut is for you. Made of soft and stretchy body-safe polymer that's also BPA, phthalate, and latex-free, Onut consists of four stackable rings that can fit together or come apart as needed to make adjustments. It's even available as both a standard and wider set size. The penetrating partner, or sex toy, stretches the O-nuts externally over the shaft and down to the base where it acts as a soft, cushioning buffer between the partner's bodies. By adding or removing rings, users can customize the depth of penetration, either vaginally or anally, to discover a combination that feels ideal for you both. Folks with penises typically don't notice much of a difference in sensation, as Onut is designed to feel just like skin. That means it feels just like full penetration and is perfect for easing into penetrative sex during foreplay. By removing the element of unwanted discomfort and pain from penetrative sex, partners can feel more confident and the wearer can remove worry about putting their partner through unnecessary pain. This leads to the freedom to let go with one another, be totally in the moment, and have full sexual enjoyment. You can save $7 off your Onut purchase today by using the code between our thighs at checkout on onut.co. That's O-H-N-U-T dot C-O. Get ready to take your physical comfort to the next level with your Onut set. Do you have any success stories from people that have used your app? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, the cool thing is, I'm obviously I'm on hetero. I'm a user myself. I'm a member. (laughs) And I identify myself as the founder because I feel like that's just important. Transparency is is necessary. Uh, And so people just reach out to me. And, you know, there are kind of like two forms of feedback that I get that are really, really inspiring. So one is just like, hey, I have been waiting for an app that focuses on oral pleasure for so long. Like, Amazing. thank you for, for bringing this to life. Because for a lot of people, oral pleasure, if not their primary, maybe even their only form of sexual pleasure. And for many, that's the only way that they can reach climax, reach orgasm with, with another partner. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's a lot of appreciation that, hey, this thing exists. And then the other is one of the things that differentiates hetero is we kind of allow for a fluidity in sexual discovery as it relates to your sexuality and, and your gender identity. And that's just different than others do. Yeah. And you know, the feedback, the positive feedback that we get around that is, I think that's really the most rewarding to me because I see these societal systems and structures that are really holding us back as people. And so we're just trying to create something that doesn't do that. And when people recognize that, it feels really, really awesome. Amazing. And on that note, how is the app already blurring the lines between straight, lesbian, and gay communities? Yeah. You know, our platform has communities of people from across a wide variety of sexualities, gender identities. I think that, you know, we clearly have communities of people that meet all the categories that you just listed and and more. And I think that that's really unique of hetero. You know, if you look at the hookup apps that are that are out there, they all pretty much focus on a specific sexuality. Mm-hmm. And here we have an intersection of that. And so what it allows for is if you're looking, if your sexual identity doesn't perfectly align to being gay, lesbian, or straight, you know, you can just come here and connect with everyone that you might want to connect with in a really authentic and fluid and and simple way. And so that's happening. And that's really cool. You know, that's the other most rewarding thing. Like there are people using this thing in a way that, that it was really intended to be used. And I think that that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. And folks are definitely benefiting from the use of it as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly hope so as, as the founder, it's, I, I have a mission and, I, and, and, and I'm really glad to see where it can help people and help move the conversation in the right way. Yeah. And I know a lot of people unfortunately feel self-conscious about receiving oral sex or even giving it their ability to give it their talent, so to speak, of yeah. performing oral sex. How could people overcome that both as a giver and a receiver? Yeah, I think that one just giving yourself the opportunity to experiment, to mm-hmm. to take it step by step, and to have an open line of dialogue and communication with your partner is really, really key. Um, you know, if you're a little bit self-conscious, you're a little bit concerned, talk about it with your partner. We've all been through this. We've all gone on our sexual journeys ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and I think that that actually adds or another level of intimacy to the relationship and to the dynamic that I think is actually quite quite lovely. And, you know, it can be a learning experience um, with, with you and your partner. And then, you know, there are, there are a lot of groups out there. There are a lot of educational resources that you can, um, you know, better understand different techniques or um, different ways to approach the conversation. There's a lot out there. Um, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, finding someone that you trust to be vulnerable with, I think that's really the key to, to having a really positive experience in this and in a lot of ways. How do you think somebody could open up that conversation? Yeah, um, it's it's a great question. You know, I think it's it's it sort of depends on the medium that you're using. I think we've tried to make it pretty straightforward in hetero mm-hmm. because you already know, right? Like if you're if you're connecting with this person, you're already both out there, so it's like yeah. it's, it's a little bit of an easier conversation. And then I think it's just it's just easier to bring that up. Oh, you're into this too. Cool. Like thumbs let's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Or> let's not. <laughs> right, right. You know, I think in other in other mediums, in other forums, you know, it's 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 a one to one kind of conversation, and mm-hmm. you're you're kind of feeling each other out, and it's there's never, I think, a perfect solution. There's no perfect formula, you know, where you're connecting. You just feel like it's the right moment where you're starting to have a little bit of sexy talk, mm-hmm. um, and you can kind of bring up the subject, like, "Hey, what are what are you into?" And I think it's it's really important actually to do that, and and you you know, at the very least have boundaries conversations, right? So that you can see whether you're compatible with this person or this person understands concepts like boundaries and consent For sure. so that you can sort of like trust that, you know, you can begin to trust that you, you would, um, you know, get together with this person. Yeah. Lingerie, vibrators, insertables, penis pals, lubes and massage oils, kink and BDSM products, shoes, you name it. Love Shop has you covered for all the adult products that you need, offering international discreet shipping right to your door in just one to five business days for folks in Canada. The search for the perfect solo, partnered, or group product is over. You can order online and receive an additional 15% off by using the code between our thighs at loveshop.ca. That's 15% off of qualifying purchases at loveshop.ca with the code between our thighs at checkout. And you can get your purchase delivered discreetly right to your doorstep. Kind of building off of that, what are some of the ways that people can embrace their kinks and fetishes through hetero? Yeah, I mean, we've really tried to make this pretty straightforward. Um, you know, on your profile, you can indicate a wide range of relationship types, kinks, and fetishes that you're seeking. And then it just allows for you to filter others' profiles for the same. 
So that really just takes the guesswork out of finding people that have shared sexual interests. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're down with BDSM, like, you know, you, you click that box and, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see other people who are, who are down with that and others can see the same about you. And I think that given that we've already identified that this is that, you know, being sex positive and pleasure positive is really like a core value of ours. I think it's sort of a safe space to disclose that and and to make that connection a little bit more straightforward. I love that. And how can somebody in general be safe, both in terms of online dating, practicing safe sex and taking the online world of hetero into the real world in terms of casual hookups? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, you know, as it, as it relates to safe dating and hooking up, I think the best practices are, are pretty similar, whether you're meeting up with someone through an app, like hetero, mm-hmm. or in real life at a bar or at a sex club. You know, I, I think the core uh, of this is, is communication, boundary setting, and checking to make sure that your partner is educated on topics like consent. And then, of course, trusting your gut when a, when a situation just doesn't feel right you know, kind of digging in a little bit further. And then I think, you know, for me, what I've done is sort of establish kind of checkpoints um, to make sure that this is someone that you can begin to trust well before you meet up with them. Yeah. And then kind of dig deeper if that person doesn't really meet your expectations. You know, like we talked about, um, ask them what their sexual boundaries are and and ask them how they'll navigate your sexual boundaries, right? If, if that person doesn't have that line of thinking at all, you know, you may ask them, okay, well, go please read up on this. Or it may just be like a red flag and say, well, this might not be the right person for me. Um, And then of course, when you do meet up with someone, you know, do it in a public place, let a trusted person in your life know that you're meeting this person, avoid using intoxicants when you're meeting them, you know, just generally be safe and conscious, you know, before putting yourself in a, in a vulnerable situation, which of course sex is for all, but of course, particularly for, for women. And then as it relates to safe sex, I think education, communication, and regular check-ins with your doctor or a sexual health clinic are mm-hmm. really, really essential. You know, using a trusted resource like Planned Parenthood to stay informed on STIs and sexual health and check in with your partner to make sure that they've done the same. And I would also really encourage people to, even before you meet up, talk about STIs and sexual health um, and kind of establish a plan for how you and your partner will communicate with each other in the event a sexual health issue arises after your experience. You know, like that happens. Yes. Like we're human beings. Yeah. Um, So have that plan in place and kind of just takes the anxiety and the the guesswork out of, you know, what do we do um, in, in these situations? And it's also another great way to gauge, hey, is this person on the same kind of like, are they values aligned to me? Definitely. Definitely. A healthy society is one that celebrates pleasure. After founding Emojibator in 2016, the company learned how quickly their products could deliver countless health benefits while empowering their customers with orgasms worth celebrating. If you seek self-pleasure, the playful and the perfect gift, or are simply embracing your inner vegan, you've come to the right place. They offer a variety of emoji-shaped sex toys for a variety of different uses and for all genders. We also love how the company offers period care products, accessories like bondage rope, pasties, and lubricants, including their own branded lube, Fuck Sauce, that's spelled P-H-U-K-S-A-U-S. You can save 15% off your purchase on Emojibator.com by using the code BETWEENOURTHIES at checkout. 
that's between our thighs for 15% off emojibater.com. What advice would you give to any of our listeners who want to open up the topic of kink and fetishism with folks that they're just meeting on a dating app? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it, it goes back to that same place of, you know, where you're you're starting to broach the the parts of conversations of like sexy talk, right? And I've and I've I've, I've found this challenging myself. Um, like, what's the right time to bro- to broach that conversation? Mm-hmm. And I think for me. I usually like to do it before we meet, you know, it it sort of depends how core this is to your, your experience of your sexuality, right? You know, if this is really, really important to you, um, then you may want to just sort of like have that conversation, make sure that you're kind of aligned before you move to the next step. Whereas if it's more of a cherry on the top type situation, you may wait until it's a little bit further down the line and you're kind of in that space, right? You're in that sexual, playful space that you can you can start to have that conversation. Um, but I think there is no like one single or direct path um, to to having that conversation. Uh, you know, un- unfortunately, for better or for worse. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like it's a discovery process. Yeah. Do you have any tips on how people can kind of pursue the discovery of what they're into, just on a a general note, like whether it's kinks, fetishes, oral sex? Yeah, I think it's being a little bit playful. I think can kind of like tease a little bit. Like there's, there's, uh, I think of sex as being really joyful. And I think just maintaining and, and keeping that, that kind of like perspective in mind helps to ease the, the way into that conversation, right? Like we're, t- we're not talking about something that is wrong or, or, mm-hmm. or bad, right? Like it's, this is, this is a joyful, fun thing. And it's, hey, this is something I enjoy. Do you enjoy that? If so, it's cool. If not, that's cool too. You know, just sort of like take the stakes down a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. society puts so much pressure on these things where where it doesn't belong. And it's just like, well, you know, you kind of just have to deflate that p- pressure yourself sometimes a little bit. Which can be daunting at times. <laughs> it definitely, it, it definitely, it definitely can. And, you know, I think that there's a, you know, society needs to evolve a little bit uh, on, on this if- issue. For sure. Um, or quite a bit, really. But yeah, there's, there isn't a, a, a super simple path, I don't think. No, that's for sure. Hopefully society kind of evolves with the times. <laughs> I, I, I think it will. It must. It's true. At Between Our Thighs, our ultimate goal is sex positivism. And of course, that notion of sex positivity varies from person to person. So I was wondering, what does sex positivity mean to you? Uh, for me, sex positivity means reframing the conversation about sex mm-hmm. away from stigma and towards consent and safety. And for this to happen, I think that we need to recognize that stigma for sex doesn't exist to uphold any moral absolutes of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there to reinforce societal power hierarchies. And you know what I mean by this is, you know, if you look at what sort of sexual content is deemed acceptable by society in general, it's really clear. I mean, look at ads or cheerleaders during the Super Bowl, this classic American family activity. You see women sexualized for the male gaze in the service of profit. But then you contrast that to companies like Dame, who are selling female-oriented pleasure products. They can't even put an ad in the New York City subway without a multi-year lawsuit. Like, this is absurd. Yeah. And the impact, and I know you know more than me, frankly, it's, it's incredibly pervasive. Um, you know, going so far as to have sexual educators, particularly women, um, being deplatformed from Instagram, Facebook, 
etc yeah. for discussing like foundational topics about sex like consent like yeah. that's getting people blocked and that's that's really really beyond absurd and you know you contrast that where we know that sex when it's grounded in consent and safety is incredibly joyful liberating and i think soul elevating yeah. You know, when you and a partner or partners are willingly together in this incredibly intimate, vulnerable and caring manner, you discover things about each other and about yourself that are really quite magical. So this this contrast and framing really animates me. You know, there's so much room for societal growth for us to embrace a sex positive worldview. And I think that will really liberate us um, societally and personally. Absolutely. And it's so funny you say that because we've had posts taken down literally about consent. <laughs> How absurd. How are just, it's really, it's really terrible, actually. I'm really out of all the topics that should be left up. That right. should be the foundational the one. about yes. sex. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Nominated for the XBiz Awards Luxury Toy of the Year, the Canadian design Dahlia has so much to offer its users. Unlike other toys, the Montreal brand Desirables has created a G-Spot dildo that helps bring you to orgasm without the assistance of vibrations. The curvature of the 7-inch toy, including its bulbous ends, enable it to do just that. Its ergonomic grip and light weight makes it easy to grip and maneuver for either pleasure or Kegel exercises. What's more, the Dahlia is handcrafted by local potters in a Limoges style, ensuring that the products produced are of the highest quality. Made from porcelain, it also means that this dildo is phthalate free. Today, you can save 10% off your first purchase on desirables.ca by using the code BETWEEN10 at checkout. That's between one zero for 10% off. Anyways, in your opinion, how can somebody become more sex positive? Yeah, I think this is really about self-discovery and, and the how of that will kind of vary person to person. You know, I think education, finding peers, mentors, groups that are themselves sex positive are really helpful in that journey of self-discovery. I think the work that you're doing is 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 really going a, a huge and far away, you, you know, to, to help people, yeah, understand and navigate the complexity of sex and sexuality and and, and the basics too, right? Um, all of these things. Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's that's the path. How do you think hetero is helping people become more sex positive? I think that by being very direct about our purpose and being very honest about it and not dancing around it, right? Like what's wrong with oral pleasure between consenting adults? Why, mm -hmm. what, what about that is bad? Please tell me. And I, I've literally had this conversation with several of the tech platforms, most of which have not yet found it convincing, right? Like we're totally blocked from any Facebook or Instagram advertising, anything of that nature. But yeah, I, I think just by being open and, and sex forward, I think that that advances the conversation, you know, in a small way. But, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that that's we're trying to live into that into, into that value. For sure. And do you have any concluding thoughts? Yeah. So, you know, when we when we launched the app, um, you know, in the very early days of this this past summer, we had no means of advertising. So everything about hetero was word of mouth. And what that really meant 
was me going to sex positive and queer spaces and talking with people, sharing the hetero story and getting the word out. And really, it was just like super fun and energizing. And over the summer, myself and, and a fabulous, fabulous drag artist by the name of Young Viper, go follow them on Instagram, Young Viper, would go to all these fun spots, you know, pop up a hetero table, give out swag, tiny little shots of vodka in pink and purple shot glasses, and just chat with people. Um, yeah, and it was just like this, this new idea. And people were really so open to engage and chat. And, you know, it was, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and it clearly, like, it turned heads. Um, but people were curious. And, you know, I think as they dug in and we talked more, they were really, you know, eager to, to give it a shot and, and try it out. And so we managed, despite the fact that we couldn't do any advertising whatsoever, to grow, a, you know, a base of people here in New York City. And, you know, it was really it was really that and literally myself personally putting up posters in um, Fire Island, like I would like put them up on like the telephone poles and then also in bar bathrooms. Oh, my gosh. I would just go like stick them up. And you know what? Those things worked. Um, It kind of got the word out a little bit. You know, that's the only way that we could actually talk about the app in in any way that was like, quote unquote, scaled. Um, And it, it seemed to have worked out. So that was pretty, pretty cool and pretty fun. Amazing. And has it gone beyond New York City? Yeah. I mean, we've we've gotten some pretty amazing uh, press coverage. So, you know, Men's Health named us one of the top 15 hookup apps and they, they wow. talked. Yeah. Which was like, which was amazing. That's so impressive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Zachary Zane, who who's, you know, an incredible, um, you know, uh, author and, and writer in the sex space, um, you know, he kind of discovered the app and, and, and wrote that that story for Men's Health. Um, and it was really cool that he referenced in that article that it was clearly designed for people of all sexualities. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that and with a, with a number of other kind of like positive press pieces, it's now really quite global. Um, you know, so we've got people in, you know, all the continents aside from Antarctica. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, not Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 growing, and it seems to be growing based, you know, on word of mouth. You know, people hear about it and seem to be telling telling their friends, which is which is pretty cool. Um, so it's you know, it's still you know the most the largest and the most concentrated group of people are still here in New York City because that's where we started. But mm-hmm. there there are people you know are, you know around the world um, are using it, so that's pretty neat. Amazing! Congratulations! Thank you. That's like a huge journey in such a short time. Yeah, it has been. It has been. It's been, in some ways, if I look back, it's like, oh my gosh, isn't that exhausting? But while I was doing it, it was like, this is like energizing. Like literally, mm-hmm. I was like taking the train out to Fire Island myself and then like going to the bar and talking with people and giving out hetero hats. And, you know, just that response kind of gives you that energy back, you know, and, and to have something like this, this baby, this crazy idea, you know, is a little bit, there isn't, mm-hmm. there isn't a direct comparison out there and, and have people not only hear about it, but like it seeming to resonate was, was, you know, it's incredible. It's a, it's a really rewarding experience. Yeah. It's one thing to have this amazing idea. And then another thing to actually watch it turn into something real. Yeah. It's a real, <laughs> it's a mind trip. It is yeah. it really is. <laughs> have you heard about the adventure challenge? They have scratch-off adventures for any relationship, romantic, family, friends, and even solo. 
Each book is a scratch-off keepsake with 50 unique adventures, which allow you to explore outside of your habits. We had the pleasure of trying out the couple's edition and loved it. Whether as a birthday present, something for the holidays, or even as a just because, the Adventure Challenge Couples Edition is such an amazing way to find new, unique date ideas while simultaneously strengthening your relationship and creating meaningful memories. Once you scratch the date off, there's no take-backs. The most exciting part is that you don't know what you'll be doing until you scratch it off. Save 10% off your purchase on theadventurechallenge.com, regardless of which book you choose to buy, by using the code Between Our Thighs at checkout. That's Between Our Thighs for 10% off. Did you want to drop your website, social, all of that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so our website is www.hetero.com. It's spelled H-E-A-D-E-R-O. You can also search for us by the name Hetero in the app stores. And then all of our social is just at Hetero app. So whether that's Insta, Facebook, or TikTok, you can find us that way. So yeah, that's the best way to, to find us. Amazing. Thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us. Thank you. And seriously, thank you for having me on. And thank you for all the work that you've done um, you know, to bring sex positivity to the forefront of, of the conversation. I really appreciate it. And thank you for creating such an awesome app. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Between Our Thighs podcast. To learn more about what we talked about today, as well as for additional free resources and materials, head over to www.betweenourthighs.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and subscribe to our feed. Until next time.